All right, everyone. So welcome to uh, episode 191 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. Todd and Joe got a kind of busy show today. Maybe kind of sorta. We're busy. Yes. Okay. Well, um, the big thing that we end the show with is going to be uh, the reveal of what next week's soon-to-be-named movie whatever is going to be. Right. And, of course, the chicanery that you're pulling in regards to all of that. I never pull any chicanery. The, the subterfuge and clandestine actions of one Todd Timothy Roker. No, it's not Timothy. Do you know my middle name? Haku. Yes, it's Haku. I wish it was. <laughs> it's a bland, uh, average middle name, so that's all I'm going to say. John. You're, it's it's an apostle. I think he was an apostle. Well, well <laughs> being that this is apostle cast, let me uh, rattle them <laughs> off, because I do have a mnemonic device to remember all of the apostles' names. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, you have a mnemonic device. I'm listen. I is that like a sonic screwdriver? No, a mnemonic device. No, what? that's a well. See, I can't even say what that is because I actually know what that is. But then by saying that that I know what that is, that's admitting that I know that a, that Doctor Who is a thing. Yes, it is. Ugh. No, like you know, it's like uh, Roy G. Biv is a mnemonic device. He's a Rainbow Raider, Bivolo. Is he one? Is Roji Bivolo one of the apostles? Is, is your middle name Roy? Is that where we got I think, to? I think he was the fourteenth apostle. Okay. He was late for the Last Supper. Who's the one that's the patron saint? Is it Patrick? Starfish? No, your middle name. God damn it! <laughs> no, it's not Patrick. Okay. Hmm. That's it. Those are my guesses. I'm done. We're not going to sit here and fucking guess all night what your goddamn middle name is. All right. Do you want to know what my middle name yes. is? Yes. Michael. M- Michael. Mm-hmm. What's your middle name? Ronald. Oh. Yes. That's such a clown name. Mm-hmm. No, it was, um, you know, when you go and get confirmed and all that shit with the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have, like, a sponsor who's not a parent, but, like, a friend or a family <laughs> member or whatever. And uh, I had my Uncle Ron as mine, so I thought as, you know, honor honorization to him back when I cared about that sort of stuff, I chose that as my middle name. And then uh, my Aunt Mary Kay was for my brother Jim, so he took Kay as his middle uh, name, K-A-Y. Is, is your aunt the makeup guru? No. Okay. Ironically, she was a hairstylist for a period of time in the 70s and early 80s. Oh, does she do good wigs? No, no, she wasn't okay. a wig person. Okay. So some hot middle name talk there. <laughs> I always derail you, but go ahead. Well, what was so? What was this the other day? Uh, Fancy gentleman was talking about. It, it, does he think that the wrestling podcast is going to happen? I don't know. This is new to me. I, I, I saw that, that every time that he tweets, he clears it with you first. Uh, no, he doesn't. Because he See, does what it so infrequently. See, what happens is I go over to the Fancy Gentleman compound on Sundays to, like, watch Westworld or something, like, depending, to hang out for a little bit. And I brought it to him a couple of times, and I was like, the first time that it was going to happen, like, that you like you seem to be thinking about it, was I, I went, I, I, you know, 
workshopped a few ideas for the show with them while we're while, like, you know, between during commercials had some really good ideas. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't remember all of this and it's not my job to make this podcast happen. Send me an email with all the bullet points and I'll give it to Joe. He's like, all right, when you go home, I'll write it up. I'll send it. That was three weeks ago. Right. So when, when I didn't get that email that night, I was like kind of, uh, kind of washing my hands of it. And then that, this, this, uh, tweet just popped up out of nowhere. So I don't know if it's back on. Um, but apparently he's got a, a good idea and he was mad because there was no mention of him in the last two or three podcasts that we did both after dark and regular show. So he's going to love this episode. Right. I was going to say, what the hell? Like he, he made it. I don't want to say unbund- abundantly clear, but he made it somewhat clear that he was kind of done with this idea. I don't know if he did that, but, but I think he just went off. He just he shut down all communications. There right. was... It was a month ago mm-hmm. where we talked about it. Right. Um, it says the ball's in his court. And he says, you know, I can't resist listening to a podcast that I mentioned it. Now, excuse me, I'm going to go relearn how to download podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that and he was the started, end of it. And he started listening. Right. And then I don't know about this. So that that's he may have a he may have a new idea. And the other thing that came to my, to mind to me is as talking with him, you know how you always try to get me to watch wrestling and you want me to watch wrestling. Yes. You like. I'm not saying do the podcast with them. Like, t- like take that out of the equation. I'm saying if you guys teamed up, I would watch a lot more wrestling because he 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 knows how to package it for me. I'll be sitting at his house. He'll just throw out a reference, and I'm not going to say what it is because I want to surprise you with it because I know you're going to love it. And he'll be like, yeah, and blah, and I'm sure Joe has told you about blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I never heard of that. And he's like, oh, I'm shocked. That seems to be right up your alley. He goes, hold on, let me go to my DVR. Could I interest you in a man who comes out in a suit with a bear head on, who then straightens his tie and shakes Cody Rhodes' hand firmly, named Bernard the Business Bear? And I'm like, I'm interested in that. I don't know why what you're describing, I don't know if it's the way you're describing it, or you're, you're like, you know, taunting me with it, or, or what, what it is, but you package it perfectly, where I'm like, put that on. And he'll put it on, and by the way, I love Bernard the Business Bear. I'm not, I don't care what, what's going on around him. The fact that a man comes out in a, in a, in a crappy suit, with a bare head on, and then straightens a tie and a firm handshake, that to me is gold. That's the best thing in wrestling that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I'm not gonna get too, I'm not gonna get too far down this rabbit hole of things, right? But I'm gonna say this to you, the listeners mm-hmm. of this podcast. I enjoy talking wrestling with Todd because I think that Todd's unique perspective on the world of professional wrestling is interesting and entertaining, and the numbers don't lie. They're, they do the biggest downloads of our after darks, right? Mm-hmm. When we were doing the Gallifrey Birds, there were episodes of Gallifrey Birds where Todd was discussing wrestling that were doing bigger numbers than the main show. Uh, Really? Yes. Okay. So, I would love to discuss wrestling more often. However, (laughs) that is not going to happen unless Adam, our mutual friend, gets off his ass. So, if you, the listener of the show, want this to happen... (laughs) 
<laughs> Adam's Twitter is the man Adam Van. Okay. Uh, when this episode goes live, he will also be tagged in this episode. <laughs> um, at least on like the Tumblr side of things, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want wrestling discussion to happen, whether it be the three of us with Adam, you want it to be me and Adam that Todd gets involved in, and then we, then Todd, Adam and I have a separate show that we discuss wrestling, and then there's an episode of After Dark where Todd discusses what Adam and I discussed on the wrestling show. <laughs> there's a lot of layers that can happen to this, but it's not going to happen unless Adam gets off his ass. Okay. The man Adam Van on Twitter. Let him know if you want a wrestling-themed show, again, as part of the soon-to-be-named network featuring me. Now, I will say this. Adam and I have very divergent, you know, there's a lot that we cross over on in regards to what we like in regards to the world of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that we don't cross over on. Right. Um, so, I don't know. Um. There, there was some uh, legitimately, all joking aside, there was some good workshopped I, I, and I'm saying this mm-hmm. workshopped ideas between between me and him. Right. Um, and I, and really I would think, like to know what some of those workshopped ideas were. And I would love to hash this out at Hi IHOB. <laughs> you I, listen. Um, well, co- you know, coming up, we could uh, you know figure IHOB nonsense. I don't mm-hmm. know, somehow, whatever. Somehow. I'm just joking. Like, somewhere. Because it does get tough. It does get tough for me to relay stuff back and forth at some point. So if this is, like, going to happen, there needs to be a, ch- a, a thing, like, something like a wrestling chain email. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, like, maybe if we could all get in the comic shop at the same time. I don't know. I think, Adam, you know how- I think Adam runs different hours than regular people. That is true, but, and it also, it also, you know, with me, it comes down to the least amount of work I have to do. Right. Is like, is like really what makes, what makes shit happen around here. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, I so, hear typing. Right, so typing. So the other thing, of course, we had discussed it a little bit before we started recording, but this is what I wanted to save. I am also not going to purposely have shitty audio quality on the shows, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be less concerned about shitty auto audio quality on the shows. Our show, you mean? Yes. Two of okay. the last three weeks of the shows that we did had hard, like it's when I'm editing the show back, mm-hmm. if your volume is a seven, my volume sounds like a two and a half. Okay. Do you want me to get a, further away from the mic or no. something? No, no, but when, before we started recording, I was leaning back in my chair, and because I was further away from the mic, Todd's like, what the hell's going on? So I'm making a more concerted effort to speak directly into the mic and not lean back and not put my foot up and a bunch of shit like that, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to care as much if I do fall into that during the course of the show, because I asked several people, I'm like, hey, like, oh, people got in touch with me. Again, just like, oh, hey, you talk about this, and you talk about that, you talk about this. I wish they'd leave comments on the website, but I'll take texts and direct messages and emails and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take that. I'd rather comments on the website, but I understand. Um, the discuss feature, I can't figure out why discuss stopped publishing them on the right-hand side of the page in March. 
Um, I asked Brian Studebaker, who set up the website, and he couldn't seem to give a shit to help, so that's never going to happen. Right. Um, but anyway, where I was going with this was I asked him, I'm like, hey, thanks for listening, thanks for whatever, blah, 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 conversation, conversation. I'm like, hey, you listen to the show. Did the audio sound okay? Did, you know, the level's all right? And they said yes. Okay. And I listen to a lot of podcasts, Todd. Mm-hmm. Which... If we sold shirts, would be on our next shirt that just says, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Right. And I listen to podcasts, Todd. Big name podcasts. Podcasts where the two people are in a room together recording. And it sounds like dog shit. Mm-hmm. I hear people where they do, like, where they do, the, I will give them this. Uh, the most recent episode of Gilbert Gottfried's, and they very rarely do uh, interviews with people over Skype. They always like to be in the same room. It was, if they didn't tell me that it was an interview done over Skype, I wouldn't have known. That's how good it was. That is the outlier. That is the far and few between of audio quality sounding good on a podcast. There are podcasts I listen to where the connections are so shitty. It just cuts out for like 10 to 17 seconds at a time. And you don't hear one third of the conversation of the three people that are on the call. And... They're like, yeah, let's just publish that. Let's, you know, get hundreds of dollars from our Patreon. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this in a negative way because it may or may not be a podcast that I listen to (laughs) on a regular basis and contribute to their Patreon. But there's other shows that I listen to where it's the people in the same room and the whole time there's just static because they're fucking around with the microphone cords, right? Mm-hmm. Or they, they're they recording in the same room, and one person's volume is way super loud, and the other person sounds like he's talking into a tin can. So I'm like, this is a podcast that, that gets millions of listens and makes lots of money because of the people involved. I know how much money they're probably making. These are not people who just get out of bed for nothing, right? So... I'm not going to be as lackadaisical about the audio quality, but I'm not, I'm going to do my best not to be so hung up about it. Right. Do you remember back in the day when we were working for somebody else and we got the, uh, I don't remember if it was in the email or the, the, the Skype discussion that we had before we started Mm -hmm. was that at all times you were not supposed to be fidgety. And then the way you were supposed to do the mic is, do you remember the way they told us to do the mic? Uh, it was like something like speak directly into it with your yes. head at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, it, it was the way to measure how far you should be away from the mic was take your your pinky and uh, your thumb and stretch them out like you're doing surfer dude. Mm-hmm. And then touch the pinky to the mic and your, your, uh, your thumb to your chin. And that's how far away from the mic you're supposed to be. I don't know if you remember that at all. That just made me laugh. So I'm always kind of close to the mic. I'm not that close because I feel I'll blow the ears off anybody who's listening. But usually I'm not that much farther away because I'm leaning in. It's when we get, when we record this and then we get to the main show and about three quarters through the main show, my back starts to bother me from sitting in a hunched over position. And that's when I'll start moving around and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to be Joe. Roy Sposto and put my foot up and lean back because my back is killing me and I'm away from the mic and I don't even know if like it, you can notice it but that's that's how I get as as time drags on right so I don't so, know so the other I'm thing not is, worried about sound sound right because I don't listen to it 
Right, exactly. So you don't care. Why mm-hmm. should I care so much? Because you have OCD and you care about everything so much. That's true. Right. Uh, the other thing, of course, is tonight, as we're recording this, SmackDown is taking place at the uh, arena. Oh, our arena? Yes, the arena in oh. Wilkes Bar. Yes, the Longbox Heroes Arena, that it should be named. <laughs> so, uh, I can get us free tickets. Right. So, one of these, the next time, I'm saying it here, uh, the next time that SmackDown comes to the uh, Longbox Heroes Arena in Wilkes Bar, <laughs> right. we are going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to do the show probably from the IHOP uh, in the area. Oh, wow. That sounds delightful. Yes. So then we would have to do, we'd have to watch SmackDown. Right. And then and the I dark would... match beforehand and the 205 live taping. So we'll be there for whoa. a good four hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? 205? 205 but, live. But SmackDown goes on at like 8 o'clock. Well, no, they do the little purple wrestlers beforehand sometimes. At 2.05 in the afternoon? No, t- uh, 2.05 Live <laughs> is the little the, the, the little purple wrestlers. Right, but I figured they did it at 2.05 because that's what it's called. It's like, remember the old uh, TBS days when everything started five minutes right, off 6:05. the hour? Right, 6.05. 6.05 <laughs> podcast. Right. The only, the only podcast on Turner time. Oh, is that the one that has great sound? Um... That is a show that really obsesses over how good their audio quality is. Right, and do they succeed? I'd say they've got about a 75 to 80% success rate. Mm-hmm. But there was a time where the show used to come out weekly. Now we're lucky if it comes out once every six weeks. Gotcha. But now to to do the, to get back to the SmackDown thing and then go do the show. So you'd want to actually do a quick after dark and a regular show after seeing for eight 23 hours of wrestling or whatever yes okay i'm just saying because i'm a guy who can go at work and sleep on sacks of icing in the back room at cinnabon Mm -hmm. during the day so i don't care i could be up all night and just like, ah, you know, let the, the guy, you know, run the stand or whatever. You, I know, you have important super seeker science to do, so. What I can do mm-hmm. is I could attempt to, like, when I know what the schedule is, the next time that they're coming for a SmackDown, I could put some extra time in at work so I can, like, go in late and sleep. Oh, okay. Or what we could even do is we can get together earlier Record the main show before SmackDown. Oh, okay. And then do the post game at the IHOP afterwards. Oh, that'd totally throw me off. But I would. Oh, be doing all... After Dark in the correct order in which it should be done. <laughs> Not wibbly wobbly timey wimey. I'd right. be a mess. I could. I. You know what? I. I guess. And then the next time they do one of those theater things with the showing of Doctor Who, we could do that too, right? We're going to get free tickets for it, right? I told you when they did Genesis of the Dalek with the fourth, which old Scarfy, your buddy, that I would have paid for you. 
Or, you know what? That's what we'll do next time. You know how you're putting out to, like, the fans of this yeah. show? After, you know, Adam, the man Adam Van and, and this and that. You know what? I think if we can get 20 fans of this show to, 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 uh, what do you want to call it? PayPal is $1 each to go see Doctor Who. Then in the theater next time it comes around, then you won't have to pay, Joe. And I'll, pre- I'll put it in myself, actually. It's <laughs> not, it's not that I want to pay. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to pay. I don't want anyone to pay for Doctor Who. We all pay in the end, Joe. That's true. All of us time lords. Mm-hmm. You are a time lord. Right. Uh, so there's something else I have to discuss with Todd in between these shows because I didn't want to. Sp- <laughs> I was going to spring it on you here, but I'm like, oh, that's a that'd be a real dick move. So let's not do that. You mean a Joy Rose Roy Sposto move? A Joy Row, yes. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Before we finalize and Todd reveals what our next movie is for the soon-to-be-named movie club gimmick, Mm -hmm. um, hey, as you're listening to this, uh, Friday in Bethlehem, PA at 7 o'clock is Let's Hang Out, which is a wrestling event, five matches, a lot of your favorite Chikara stars, and maybe some faces you haven't seen in Chikara in a long time. So if there's folks that you like from Chikara but miss because they're not in Chikara for whatever reason, uh, this would be a good place to see them. I was informed that I will be doing commentary, which is going to be recorded separately as a downloadable MP3 for you to sync up when they publish the show, however it is that they're going to do it. Okay. Um being the folks involved with this and fine folks none n- uh not nonetheless but it's folks that I don't think have um put on a wrestling event before and uh it's going to be very interesting and the music there's a bunch of musical acts a lot of punk rock music that scares an old man that's going oh. on after the wrestling so I'm going to be beating feet to get the hell out of there when all that happens so our good buddy DJ might go to that. He loves Ooh. the punk scene. Right, he'll be there the whole time. He'll enjoy seeing Ultramantis Black hide himself in an eight-person <laughs> tag team match. Uh, and then he'll get I'd to like s- to meet Ultra. Oh! Gonna... <laughs> he, the the Powerbomb TV show where you got the five different worker handshakes, yes. which now makes you part of the business. That's right, and I said if I get five more at the next show, I get a bid for the championship. Right, Mantis left early mm-hmm. uh, before you two got a chance to interact. Right, and you would have he he <laughs> shoot gives the handshake that you give to DJ to piss right. him off. Okay. Oh, all right. I believe I would. I would. I would like to get that. Right. I'd be like on the receiving end of the shoot worker handshake. Yes. From the man who invented it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. Uh, but I think, like, tickets are, like, ten bucks. It's at, like, a bar or, like, an, like an old Legion's club or some shit like that. So, I don't know, if you're in the Bethlehem, Allentown, greater Lehigh Valley area and you want to come see some wrestling and come come say hi to me in a rare <laughs> Leaving My House appearance, mm-hmm. uh, come check that out. So, Todd... I don't know, like, it's on Twitter or something. You can find it, you know, I tweet about it all the time. Whenever I get tagged in something, I'll retweet it, you know? Right. So, Todd, what's our movie for next week? Well, I wanted it to be a movie that starred Chevy Chase and Rick Moranis as two cops who go undercover as rappers to foil a 
drug uh, dealers, but I found out from Roy's wife, Margaret, that that movie doesn't exist. So I went with something else that Chevy Chase is, is in, and it's the 1986 super movie that also stars Martin Short, <gasps> one of the ice creams, and Steve Martin. That's right. The other ice I, cream. The other ice cream. I've decided to go with the classic Three Amigos, which has a whopping... For some ungodly reason, which I have no fucking idea, only a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. Get the hell out of here with that. I don't, I mean, they have the two versions of it. You could look it up. You're, you're, you're faster than me on it. But I, when I checked it, I thought it said 40. Well, when I looked up Three Amigos on the, the Google page and it has its Rotten Tomato score, it was 46. So I didn't go actually to Rotten Tomatoes, but this is one of my favorite little movies and me and my cousin quote it all the time and i'm like you know what i'm done i'm done listening to joe bitch about my movies if he bitches about three amigos this this whole experiment might be over when it's done right so from uh audience has it at 67 which is low as well Mm -hmm. uh and then the thermometer the tomato meter let me see what it says that's all critics now see this is even more bullshit so 46 is all critics Top critics, Todd, has mm-hmm. it at a seventeen. Oh my god! Now listen, I can that's, understand that's if there was fucking criminal, dude. I can understand if there was transforming robots in this movie that you're gonna oh. score it at seventeen. But fuck that, man! This movie's awesome. It is awesome. I no have more. so many great memories of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so many things that I quote still to this day from this movie. Mm-hmm. That I don't care if people know what I'm talking about or not. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by John Landis. Let's not right. talk about his son and what his son does or did or may have done. Right. He wrote a Joker story. Or right. A Superman story. But go ahead. But this this is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. A great American classic. <laughs> and when I look at these bullshit top critics, and this is why I hate critics. Don't go to them. Unless it's the, unless it's a, ro- a movie about transforming robots, right? Then they're correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, this jerk off from the Chicago Tribune <laughs> says it's no. the laziness of the project that finally that's finally most galling. You know what I love, and I'm a real big fan of most people who've come from Chicago. That's the one, right? That's the one who's the jerk from Chicago. Well, here's another one: Gene Siskel, R.I.P. Right. Says, you know it's a boring comedy when you find yourself only laughing at the actors' costumes. <gasps> Fuck you. <laughs> now, and see, this is the other thing. This, uh, the, the first jerk off Chicago, Gene Siskel, Chicago Tribune, Roger Ebert, Chicago. It's like people from Chicago are all assholes with bad opinions. And they don't have senses of humor. Oh, my goodness. Roger Ebert says, All great farces need a focus, an intensity that declares how important they are to themselves. This movie is too confident, too relaxed, too clever to really be funny. Triple fuck you, Roger Ebert. (laughs) Rest in peace. Wow. Jesus Christ. Variety says, A few choice morsels of brilliant humor. I'll stop the review there. Can't save three amigos from missing the whole enchilada. Speaking of people who are too fucking clever for their own good, screw you, Variety. <laughs> wow. 
Say what you mean, Joe. I'm hot. Yep. So did I at least pick something that, that that you can get behind now? This this asshole from the Washington Post says the script of Three Amigos plays like it was slapped together by a few friends with a tape recorder enjoying a charming weekend at the beach. And <laughs> what's wrong with that? That's oh. how this podcast started <laughs> with three guys from nowhere at the beach. Right. Now the the uh, critic from Time Out magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, if you enjoy brainless slapstick that allows spa- space for irreverent absurdities, uh, then it's entertaining enough. And that's considered positive. Right. I disagree. I... I say this is a quotable, delightful film that will have you laughing from minute to minute. And you don't have to do any, like, uh, ellipses or anything's in there. <laughs> <laughs> to like take out the words that you know can skew this to be a positive review doesn't need it this movie is fantastic i think high times gives it a really high review but i don't know let's see i would love to see the high times review of three amigos oh. Dead air. Nothing's better on a podcast. Right. I'm just checking to see where this is streaming, if anywhere. Um, that that's a movie that should it, like you like from the joke from Wayne's World, where you're supposed to get the what was the the CD issued you in the suburbs? Um, that's what wasn't it some should, Rush song or something? No, it was. Oh my god, I hate I hate this. And we're not going to answer it, which is the rule the rule of podcasts you're never supposed to do is not answer the question. It was uh but either way it was like, "Oh, I had this when I was a kid." It was like, "I lived in the suburbs, you were issued it." You should be if you live in America, you should be issued a copy of Three Amigos, whether it's, you know, VHS, DVD, laserdisc or MP4 or whatever, just given to you the second you come into this world. Or across the board. Uh, it's not, you know, it's, uh, you gotta buy it for like two bucks, three bucks, four bucks, whatever it is. Um, yeah. It's on like Amazon Prime, you have to get like the, it's like four bucks on Amazon Prime, you can rent it for three bucks on the YouTube. Um,. It looks like it's in an incomplete version. That happens quite a bit when I go on the YouTube looking for things. It'll be like, By the way, it'll be a version of the movie that's missing like 20 random minutes for no reason. Ugh. And you can't cut a second out of the three of me. No. And just for the record, from Wayne's World, the, the uh, album that we were talking about was Frampton Comes Alive. Oh, there you go. Which I heard a great story about him as he did that album that never did anything, you know, really great after that and he was talking about like every day he gets up and tries to remember every little thing that he did that day to for those songs and like oh what did i have for breakfast that day (laughs) did i go for a walk and trying to recreate the greatness like we do every week on this podcast recreate the greatness we're trying we're doing something Mm -hmm. all right so uh, that is it for episode 191, Longbox Heroes After Dark. Next week, come back with us, 
and we will have an in-depth, deep-dive discussion of one of the funniest movies of the 80s, Three Amigos. Now, actually, before we wrap up, um, my son has actually been showing interest in wanting to watch some of those classic good films from the 80s. Right. Give him Bronco Billy. No. I actually love my son. <laughs> so so I, now that I think about it, he might enjoy this just because of how silly it is. Are you saying your little boy would find the singing bush funny? Yes. I believe he would, too. Or the Invisible Swordsman. Right. I don't want to say so much. Come on. He shot the Invisible Swordman. Swordsman. <laughs> but I, I want to save it all for next week, Todd. So I know. I'm just throwing stuff out.